the Black Dog Institute have announced an e-health hub offering mental health support for health professionals as they grapple with the COVID-19 pandemic. 10, the Essential Health Network, is a multifaceted e-health hub developed by health professionals for health professionals as part of the Australian government's COVID-19 response. The network connects health workers to specialist individualised mental health advice and triage support to ensure the access to the help they need when they need it most. Joining me to discuss the hub is Melissa Black. She's a clinical research fellow and clinical psychologist working at the Black Dog Institute. Melissa, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much, Connor. So, Melissa, there's obviously a massive amount of concern about the mental health of, of the wider population, you know, during and as a result of the pandemic. We've been locked down. We've been we've gone through worry. Um, you know, there's been myriad reasons. Um, what do we currently know about, you know, the stats uh, about the mental health of the community at the minute? Yeah, we a, a recent survey by the Black Dog Institute found that uh, over 75 percent of people had reported that their mental health had worsened as a result of the pandemic. And that's unsurprising. We know talking to people that it's been a time of a lot of change uh, and especially now as well, there's a lot of fatigue setting in. That in the beginning, it was a bit of a novelty. You know, there was a time of survival mode and, and quite stressful adapting to a new way of living. And now it's that ongoing uncertainty and fatigue, as well as those COVID-related stresses that are the problem. Mm-hmm. And more specifically, do we have any kind of stats or info, anecdotal evidence or otherwise of, um, of health professionals and how they're dealing at the minute? Yeah, so from previous pandemics, we know that around uh, 45 to 60% of people, uh, healthcare workers will um, report stressful experiences and traumatic experiences during the pandemic. And then beyond that, around uh, 10% of people report ongoing mental health problems as a result of their experiences during the pandemic. So it's a significant problem both during and after the stressful period. Mm. Uh, and I mean, like you say, from other pandemics, are we worried about you know potential PTSD in some of the worst affected areas? Um, you know, Melbourne, obviously, but you know, some of the hospitals in Sydney that have seen, you know, this new disease, new things experienced all the time. Um, Are we worried about, like you say, the long-term effects, but, you know, specifically PTSD? Um, We we are worried about post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, We know that people have had to rapidly adjust to different ways of working, um, particularly our Victorian colleagues and shifting between workplaces, needing to be very agile and, you know, potentially moving from a hospital setting into an aged care setting and not knowing the procedures and policies in those places and having to work with um, different populations as well as the stresses of adjusting to a COVID safe way of working, you know, additional PPE and um, working with different teams at different times. Um, So post-traumatic stress disorder is one of the risks, um, but we also see general risk for depression and anxiety, um, alcohol and drug problems, you know, a a myriad of of different things um, because people respond in, in different ways to the stresses. So walk us through the the new 10E Health Hub. What does it entail? Yeah, so 10 is really designed to be a gateway for mental health support and enhanced pathways into clinical care. So as you mentioned in your introduction, it's being able to help people check in on their mental health and, and then triage them to the right types of support and also give people options and put all these options in a single uh, in a single hub. So being able to uh, look at um, symptoms of depression and anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, as well as, 
you know, the general strategies that someone can use themselves to support their mental health. So things like relaxation, meditation, as well as general self-care planning. So things like exercise, eating well, connecting with people, we see that those are really important. We also have a number of resources um, and different ways people can access professional mental health supports. And so we're linked in with um, the Royal Australian New Zealand and College of Psychiatry, as well as um, the Australian Psychological Society and the Australian Clinical Psychology Association to provide um, links into those pathways of care, as well as uh, things like hand-in-hand -hand peer support, which is healthcare workers providing support for other healthcare workers. Um, and we also have a clinical support services as part of the 10 service, so Black Dog Institute clinicians who can offer brief assessment and interventions for people um, seeking that, that type of care. Mm -hmm. um, I spoke to a, a psychologist working at Black Dog early on in the pandemic for another story, and she mentioned that this was coming um, or something in this guy. So I know you guys have been working on this for a while, um, and it's a pretty quick turnaround. I guess it, it was really made and tailored because of the pandemic. Um, how early on in the pandemic? pandemic did it come across or did you guys think yes this is going to be a big thing we need to get this going health professionals are going to be in trouble uh, and how how hard was it to come up with it all so quick yes it, it, it has been quite a challenge but I think it's reflected across any of the responses to COVID that you know it, it required a rapid response um, and providing some of those immediate um, supports and resources for people um, so it did require a, a large team effort we have a number of partners on the project as well so the This Way Out clinic which provides online CBT Royal Australian New Zealand College of Psychiatry as well as hand-in-hand -hand peer support um, and app developers as well along with UNSW and the University of Melbourne so that really um, team-based approach allowed us to do something quite quickly but it's also an evolving project. And so we can now try and respond to what healthcare workers are telling us they need at the moment. You know, of course, in, in Melbourne and Victoria, people are still somewhat in crisis mode and, you know, responding to the day-to-day -day reality of COVID. Um, in other states, we're seeing that people are responding to, you know, the, the after effects or the ongoing effects, that ongoing uncertainty as well. So really need to make sure we try and meet the needs of people as the pandemic evolves. Mm -hmm. And I mean, how different are the needs of healthcare workers? How have you been able to tailor this this mental health to um, nurses, doctors, you know, other professionals? One thing um, that's not necessarily unique to healthcare workers, but is certainly a priority for them, is that it's quick. To access that um, they can access the support when they need it and that it's confidential that um, healthcare workers are particularly worried um, about others finding out about their mental health concerns um, and this is a, a challenge for, for healthcare workers in general it's not just um, as a result of the pandemic and so needing to provide discrete and easy access to evidence-based based mental health resources and supports is really important um, but also the need to have that that peer influence, that healthcare workers want to hear about the experiences of other healthcare workers, that it rings truer to them when we try and make it relevant to their experiences. Um, so we've really tried to consult with a, a wide range of partners to make the content relevant to everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, you kind of touched on it there, and I'm going to generalise a bit, but I mean, nurses, doctors perhaps um, don't always seek help for themselves. They, they're used to being strong, being the people who others rely on. How are we to convince um, these healthcare workers to take this offer up? 
It's certainly a challenge. Uh, one, one of the things that we're hearing anecdotally is that people do really like that peer support. And also we can come at it from the angle of, you know, how can you look out for your colleagues? as well, that healthcare workers might be more likely to seek help if it's another healthcare worker recommending that they do, you know, one of, one of their friends at work or one of their colleagues, rather than, you know, a, a, another mental health professional who's external to their work. Um, so coming at it from that peer support angle, I think is really important. Um, but also thinking about how healthcare workers can be at their best for their patients as well as their loved ones, that we know that mental health doesn't just affect the individual, um, but also the person around that individual. So needing to, to look at it as a way of staying fit to, to work and um, being able to be at your best, not just for yourself, but for those around you. Mm -hmm. um, again, going back more broadly, how big is this mental health crisis going to be towards the end of the year or, you know, in this time next year, you know, maybe in a post-COVID world, if, if that exists, um, what are we going to see? What's the, going to be the cost of the economy? It's a, a, quite a difficult question to answer. I don't have the exact figures on that. What I can say is that we really welcome the investment in mental health by the federal government and that it's that they're really seeing that this is going to be a, a long-term game, that we need to be looking after people well beyond the, the pandemic. Um, and we know that there's increased uh, risk of mental health concerns with these types of large world events, of course, the, the economic crisis as well that, that's happened as a result. Um, and so really needing to put lots of good um, social supports in and financial and economic supports, as well as those direct mental health supports is really important. Mm -hmm. um, well, Melissa, where can the healthcare workers find the hub? What's the best way? So via the Black Dog Institute website, so it's blackdoginstitute.org.au slash 10, T-E-N, um, and all of the resources are there, chances to uh, check in on your own mental health, engage with those self-support resources, as well as link in with a mental health professional um, and the opportunity to download the app as well. Um, well, Melissa, it's a really good initiative. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Connor.